Welcome to Real Radiant, a podcast from the heart to help you connect to your radiant self. I'm your host, Morgan Lesniewski, and each week I'm bringing on some amazing guests for real and honest conversations on topics like lifestyle, wellness, and how to live your best life. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Lesniewski, and I'm so happy to be back on the mic with you all for another episode this week. This week, I'm joined by Robin. She has a Instagram all about student advice and productivity tips. You should definitely go check it out. It's called Robin Revises, and I just love what she's doing. She has so many posts about how to let go of things as a student, how to boost productivity, how to choose to survive your exam season, how to become more disciplined when it comes to your studying and work habits, and tons of tips and tricks like that on her Instagram. So you guys should definitely go check it out. And we have a really great conversation today about all things productivity. We talk about toxic productivity and how that can actually be damaging you and your work and creating so much more stress and anxiety than you need to be having. So tons of great tips in there for how to stop toxic productivity and create some more work-life balance in your life as well as her thoughts on social media and productivity and how we can create better habits around our social media usage and be more productive. So a super great and helpful conversation that'll add so much value to your life if you're a student or in the workforce and just want to get a little bit more disciplined and develop some better habits around how productive you are and also let go of some stress. You know, far too often we stress ourselves out when we don't need to and we put all these deadlines on ourselves and tell us tell ourselves that we have all these things that we need to do when in reality we can relax we can take a step back and we can let things play out as they naturally would and we don't we just don't need to put so much pressure on ourselves to get things done and that's what we talk about in this episode so this will really help you overcome those thoughts because I know I personally I just graduated college and that's one thing that I definitely engaged in I always thought that I had to be doing something I thought that I was less than other people because I wasn't getting a certain degree I wasn't working hard enough or I wasn't in enough clubs or extracurriculars or things like that and you don't have to put your pressure that kind of pressure on yourself so before we get into the episode I want to do a weekly check-in with you guys and hope that everything is going well for everyone I have officially moved to Maine and I'm very overwhelmed and stressed out and it's been a lot because it's a lot of changes all at one time just to be completely honest like I want to be very transparent with you guys like it's not not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. I literally within a week graduated college, spent the whole weekend with my family, moved and then moved in with my boyfriend all at the same time so it's just a lot of changes really really fast and adapting to those changes is really hard so I've been like super overwhelmed super stressed out super anxious and kind of snappy and irritable a little bit and I think it's because of like all the stress and I'm just trying to take it one day at a time it's a lot of adjustment so I'm just really trying to focus on the present moment and not stress myself out too much about it all but yeah so that's kind of what's going on there and I hope everyone has been having a good week and is excited for summer I know I am. It's literally so nice. Like, I don't think my mind has really soaked in the fact that it's actually summer. Like, I don't think I've processed it yet because I'm so used to the cold and everything. So I'm just excited. Like, it's a nice time. But yeah, I hope everyone is doing well. 
And if you're not, feel free to message me on Instagram. I'd love to talk. And before we get into the episode, don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and go follow the Instagram at Real Radiant with two T's where I'm posting daily about the podcast episodes and also wellness lifestyle tips. So definitely go check it out. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for coming on Real Radiant. I'm so excited to have you on today. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here today. Me too. I This is like the big question of the podcast that I ask everybody that comes on. And what is one quote that has resonated with you and changed your perspective on things like life, jobs, relationships, any of that? I think my favorite one at the moment is take the risk. I feel like it's a, it's a general quote and it can be applied to many things in your life. And I think for so long, I have been waiting for perfect moments to arise or waiting to do things. And when I started to think about taking the risk, I started doing a lot of more things that I like, and I also started achieving a lot more things. So I think Mm -hmm. that's a big one for me right now. Are there any like big things in your life that you took the risk for and it really changed your life? I think uh, when I uh, finished my bachelor degree, I had always planned to do a master's, but I came across a really nice job and I was really in doubt whether I should take the job or not. And I ended up taking the risk and I'm really loving it. So I think that's the biggest one for me at this moment. That's good. That's good. It can always, it can be so scary when you're faced with like an option of, do I stay comfortable or do I take a leap of faith and go for it and see what happens because you you don't know what the outcome can be so I think it's always good just to take that leap of faith and just go for it and if it doesn't end up right then you can always go back to your option before that so you know exactly it can work out (laughs) so tell us a little bit about yourself like your story background who you are all of that so my name is Robin Um, I'm 22 years old and I live in Amsterdam. I live together with my boyfriend right now. We have a cat. He's in the frame, actually. (laughs) He's being very cute in the background. Um, I studied European studies in Amsterdam and I focused on European economics and law. And I really wanted to continue with that into my master's, but I ended up getting a degree. uh, No, I'm sorry. I ended up getting a job in a corporate uh, organization and I'm really loving it right now so I'm still doubting on whether or not I should go back to school next year or maybe the year after that but for now I'm just seeing where this job can take me and I'm just not really planning the future at this moment Mm. yeah and so you have a productivity Instagram where you help people with their productivity and give them tips and advice and all of that so tell us a little bit about that and what you do Yeah, so indeed, I I have an Instagram where I share tips on productivity and on student life, and I try to add some uh, mental health aspects in there, as well as gratitude. Um, And I uh, started off initially as just posting my notes. I didn't really have uh, an aim or a goal for the account, but I switched to more productivity tips and also more like helping people because I feel like as a student, uh, I learned so many things along the way that really helped me. And I wanted to share that with other people so they could hopefully also benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And productivity accounts and just productivity tips are huge. I remember when I started college my freshman year, 
I would go on YouTube and I just search up like tips to be more productive or like these five things changed how I studied and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And it was super helpful. So I always love accounts like yours that really give people those tips because a lot of times we can just be going through our school or work life with no idea how many options there are out there of how we can improve so and make our lives easier so it's really awesome yeah I think that's what I I wanted to do with my account I always felt like I didn't really know what I was doing I was just always Mm -hmm. hoping for the best Um, and once I started focusing on how to improve and I started incorporating those little hacks and tricks I really noticed improvements so I thought Mm -hmm. well if it can help me it can probably help anyone else yeah So did you always kind of have that drive in you to want to get better and help other people in the process? Or did this this account and like wanting to help people with productivity kind of just form on its own? I think when I look back at myself being a student, I didn't really always have that drive. I think for Mm -hmm. the first two and a half years of, of my uni, I really didn't know what I was doing. My grades really weren't that great. I wasn't studying Mm. effective at all, but I just thought that that was the way it was supposed to be. I didn't really realize that there was so much room for improvement. Mm. And then I stumbled upon some Instagram accounts like the one I have myself now. And I realized that there's so much to improve and there are so many ways to make studying fun. And then I think my whole mindset switched to you know, focusing on improving myself and also realizing that studying is not something that has to be done, but something that can be very beneficial and also very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. With that came the desire to share it with others too. I mean, it changed so much for me and I felt, yeah, that maybe it could help others too in in such a way that it did for me myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that mindset shift of, you know, studying being something that you don't just have to do, but something that can be enjoyable, I think is so huge when it comes to productivity and stuff, because when Mm. we're forcing ourselves and telling ourselves like, oh, I need to go study. I need to do this. I need to do that. It can be really hard to get ourselves to actually do it. You know, it takes a lot of discipline to actually put in the work and actually Mm -hmm. sit down for several hours and study. Mm -hmm. But when we tell ourselves like, oh, this is something I get to do. And this is actually enjoyable because I have all these tips and tricks from accounts like you, then Mm -hmm. it makes the whole process so much more seamless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I started off very small, you know, buying some colorful markers, learning Mm -hmm. how to write pretty notes. And that already made things so much more fun. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, once you get the hang of it and once you realize how much more there is to improve, I just turn into a little challenge to see Mm -hmm. what else can I make more productive? What else can I make more fun? And it turned out to be really fun in the end. So I, I, I always hope that, you know, I would realize this earlier. I would have realized this earlier, but uh, I think that especially because I didn't at all work like this in the first years, the change was extra effective and also, you know, extra big, I think. Yeah, exactly. So how do you think people should really create a good work-life balance? Because I know, a lot of people that listen to this podcast, they are in college and I just graduated college myself. So I'm entering the work world and all that. So how do you think people should kind of create a separation between work life or school life and real life, essentially? 
I think it's a very difficult thing to do. Uh, I struggle with this a lot myself too. I, I don't think there's really one method or technique that that could be could be used to to create this perfect balance. But I think it's important to remind yourself of things that make you happy and also prioritize those things. For so long, I were I worked five days when I started this job, and I was just always working, 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 and I didn't really make any time for myself which led to me being very stressed out and never having time to do things I enjoy, like reading or relaxing or just mm -hmm. taking a break of some sorts. And I think uh, when I started prioritizing the things that I like doing that are not necessarily productive, such as reading or drawing or like my hobbies, um, the balance between my work and like my general life became a lot more, yeah, a lot more balanced in that sense, I think. Mm -hmm work is always going to be there and I think prioritizing the things outside of work that make you happy can really help you create that perfect balance mm -hmm. yeah I like what you said about how work is always going to be there because it's so true like school will always be there work will always be there and so often like when we're in that worker hustle mindset mm -hmm. of like oh I need to study I need to get this job done for work I have all these things to do it can be hard to remember that it's always going to be there so we can take a step back. We can chill for an hour. Like it, you can get back to it. It's not the end of the world if you don't get it done right, right away. Yeah. So that's a huge, you know, kind of wake up call to yourself that it's, it's okay to just take a second and chill out for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I found myself waiting for the time to come to finally relax all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I realized that that time was not going to be there if I didn't create it myself. So mm -hmm. Indeed, once I realized that, you know, work is always going to be there, uh, I started prioritizing to creating moments that help me relax instead of waiting for them to happen, which they would probably never really do anyways. Mm -hmm. And does that whole concept of like um, stressing yourself out because you feel like you need to be working all the time and allowing yourself to have that break, does that, how does that relate to toxic productivity in that concept? I think it can be compared to toxic productivity uh, very much. I think the desire to always keep working and do more and be productive all the time is indeed very toxic. That's probably why it's called toxic productivity. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think yeah. that um, we all tend to do that in some way because I think on social media and also in our jobs and in, in school, there's always this focus on being productive, getting good grades, good results, more work, getting more work done. Mm. And I think uh, once, you know, people realize that that's not all there is to, to life and there's so much to enjoy that others might not consider to be productive, going for a walk, workouts, etc., things you like. Once you realize that that is productive for your own health, both physical and mental, you can start to work on the, like rearranging that balance and you can start to prioritize different things in your life instead of just work or studying. But I think it's, it's a very difficult thing because we're always surrounded by people or things or expectations telling us to be productive and to achieve. And I think that's, that's a, a, a dangerous thing, maybe really not a good thing. Yeah, it really isn't because it puts you into that comparison mindset too where you're looking at what other people are doing and you're mm -hmm. telling yourself like oh I should be doing that when yeah. in reality 
what you should be focusing on is like, what do I want to do? Like, of course you need to get your responsibilities done. You need to stay on top of your tasks, but the idea that we should be doing what everybody else is doing and, you know, competing in that rat race all the time is not healthy at all. And how, how do you think that people can really identify that they're experiencing toxic productivity? Because when you're in that mindset, it can be really hard to have this self-awareness to actually see that, oh, I am engaging in this. I think that's why, why most people fall for it in the first place as well, because there's, I think, a very fine line between Mm -hmm. being productive and, and achieving and actually liking to work hard and feeling like you always have to, or like you're always running and chasing some goal that you will probably never achieve. Mm -hmm. Some things that for me made me realize that I was being in a more toxic way were things like I was chasing goals that were very unrealistic or I was chasing goals that I thought would look impressive to others instead of Mm -hmm. for me. And I realized that I was prioritizing work or studying over things like working out or relaxing or taking time for myself. I think those are quite uh, a few big things that can really show you that you're not really that you you are being productive in, in a more toxic way if you really start prioritizing work or studying or that particular productive activity over yourself and your relationship with others and yeah th- things like that mm-hmm. how do you think it's possible for us to actually take this step and I feel like it kind of goes back to the quote that you said taking a risk because when we're in that mindset of you know, I need to work all the time. I should be doing this. I should be studying. I need to get better grades. I need to perform better. It can be when we want to get ourselves out of that mindset, it can kind of be like taking a risk because it's so uncomfortable and it's so foreign. So how do you, what what are your tips on how people can actually stop engaging in that? I think it it comes back to what you just said about realizing that you want to achieve certain things for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think comparing yourself to others is the biggest issue here, if I can call it an issue. I think we all tend to look at what others are doing um, on social media, YouTube, but also pages like LinkedIn, everyone sharing their academic uh, achievements. That can all be very uh, intimidating if you feel that you are not achieving that much. But I think it it is indeed a a risk to really look at yourself critically and and that may not be nice and that can be difficult. Mm -hmm. And to assess your goals and really ask yourself, why are you chasing that certain goal? Is that something you want to do or do you feel like you should be doing that? for your parents or society or anyone else really. And I think if you critically look at what you wanna do and then look at the way you wanna do that, I think that would maybe be like a a gradual way back to like normal productivity. Just realize that there's more time. There's really no deadlines to anything. I I don't like setting goals with deadlines anyways, like Mm -hmm. in general, because I always feel like that add so much pressure uh, onto yourself. And I don't think that's really necessary all of Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like what you just said and how you don't set deadlines for yourself, because I feel like when we do that and we tell ourselves, oh, I need to get this done by this date. 
it kind of puts in our head that we need a rush to get mm. things done and we can't just enjoy the moment. And I, I think when you realize that there, there is time, like you have plenty of time to do these things. You, I think there was a quote that I heard, I forget who said it, but where people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in five years. Mm. And I think it, it kind of just brings you to that realization that I, I can relax a little bit. You know, there is time to get these things done and I don't have to put all this pressure on myself by meeting these deadlines that essentially don't really exist except in my head, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the biggest changes you can make to your life in, in general and for which I believe makes it a lot more enjoyable mm-hmm. is to focus on like the process itself instead of the goal. I mean, I kind of stopped chasing goals because I was always rushing towards the next one Mm -hmm. I didn't really look at what was going on at this moment and I think once I I switched to enjoying this moment and also appreciating little things in life such as a sunny day or a a few hours off to, to relax I think life became a lot more enjoyable for me and I was able to really let go of that like performance-based rush I was in all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a really big change and I would really recommend anyone to at least attempt to get there because it, it's so much more enjoyable and it's great for your physical and, and mental health. It's, it's so important, I think, in, in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have any specific circumstances in your life where you have told yourself, oh, I need to do this. I need to complete this task because I feel like I should be doing that. Cause I know I have, like I, when I first started college, I thought that, Oh, I need to get a STEM degree because that would make my parents proud. And I felt Mm -hmm. like I needed to do that when in reality I did not. And I'm horrible at math. So like it was (laughs) never going to work. So like, do you have any experiences like that? Cause I feel like people relate most to examples, you know? Yeah. I think at university, I, I really felt like everyone was taking extra classes, extra mm-hmm. credits. They were all getting twice the amount of, of, of grades and courses that you would actually need to finish your degree. And I always felt mm-hmm. like I had to do that too. Some people were doing second bachelor's at the same time. I was always very intimidated by that because I knew that I couldn't do that. I would mm-hmm. probably fail both if I would take on two degrees at the same time. Yeah. So I would try to take some extra classes here and there but that was never really a a great plan like they they all failed so or they were very tough or they didn't they weren't enjoyable at all so I think that was a time when I really you know let myself be influenced by others around me and and I felt like inferior to them because I wasn't taking as many classes as they were and unfortunately I only realized afterwards that that really doesn't mean anything and that just like with anything in life if you enjoy it it's fine it really isn't about having the best achievements or getting the highest grades but at that moment I really you know let myself um, be influenced by that Mm -hmm. and it didn't really end uh, that well for me (laughs) yeah yeah no I totally understand where you're coming from school can be so hard there's so much comparison going on between everyone and if you're in the mindset of like the toxic productivity, it can be so damaging to your the psyche and your soul. I feel like, cause yeah. you're just always stressed out, always anxious, always um, looking at what everybody else is doing. And it's just not a good place to be in at all. No. 
Um, and so how do you think social media has played a part in promoting toxic positivity? I think um, it has really made things worse, I guess, because people will not share those days that they spend in bed all the time because they're tired. They will only share those days where they wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym, have like a really good breakfast, go shopping, you know, the whole extremely productive days that they might not have every day, but they sometimes make it look like they have. And I think people spend so much time on social media, myself included, unfortunately. And I think we we see that all the time the the whole trend that was going on with the like the that girl trend where everyone mm-hmm. was making green juices and and, and waking up at 5 a.m i thought that was ridiculous but mm-hmm. at the same time i was like well if they're all doing it maybe i should be doing that too i think if we see these things all the time we start to believe that they are true and we sometimes forget that social media is just like showing a, a very tiny part of, of someone's life And we tend to take that small part as the whole truth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's, it's, it can be very damaging because it's, it's so big. It's literally everywhere. So I think it's, it's very influential. And I I don't really like that. (laughs) I think that's a bad thing. Can you speak a little bit more on your opinion on the that girl trend? Because I'm the same way. Like I, um, on TikTok, you know, see the videos and on Instagram and stuff and it just, everything looks so perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's the same, you, you'll notice that it's the same video from all these different people over and over again. You know, it's them making the green juice, like you said, them making Mm -hmm. a shot of them making their perfectly white bed and like Mm -hmm. getting into their perfect little workout set and stuff. So It's it's all the same thing, just coming mm-hmm. from a bunch of different people. And I want to hear more about what you think about that and how it related to toxic productivity. Well, I think in the beginning, I really liked it because, I mean, we all like looking at aesthetic things. We all like mm-hmm. imagining ourselves to be just like that. And I think in a sense, the trend brought some good things like people going for hot girl walks as they're Mm -hmm. called apparently I mean if you're going to walk that's good for you whether you did it because you saw it on TikTok or not I think that's good and I think the whole idea behind the trend the trend was was maybe not meant to be so damaging because all of the things those people are doing like separately like individually they're good things like they're Mm -hmm. all beneficial for your health whether that's physical or, or mental but I think the whole pressure for us, like viewers of the, that content is to, to recreate that or to be like that all the time. I think that's the tricky part. And that's why I don't really like the trend mm-hmm. um, because it's really not realistic all the time. And mm-hmm. that's why I always really like uh, creators who would like add that into their caption or onto their video, like beware this is not me all the time Mm -hmm. I really like uh, uh, captions like that because they even though we all kind of know they really remind us of that you know what you see on social media is not always real Mm -hmm. that can help us to be less influenced by that in in the long run I think yeah just that transparency is huge because exactly yeah when you are on social media and you're constantly because like the algorithm will show you more of what you look at so like if you're constantly looking at videos like that it can seem like everybody lives that way and everybody has a perfect house and a perfect life and 
they're doing all these things, you know, they're waking up at 5am, they're going to their Pilates or yoga class and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, it, you know, it's like, it's not every day and not everybody's like that. Cause I know personally for me, I was like, oh, I kind of want to make videos like that. But then I look at my room and I'm like, well, my room isn't all aesthetically pleasing and I don't have a perfectly white bathroom with like all new um, appliances and everything like that. So it kind of just put that in my head where I'm like, oh, I can't do this because my life doesn't look like that. Yeah. But when you see that transparency element to it, where not everybody's life looks like that all the time, it kind of mm-hmm. puts some peace into your head, you know, where exactly, it's like, oh, yeah. I can relax a little bit. Cause I know uh-huh. that it's not all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there was this like second trend going around where mm-hmm. people would recreate those videos, but like in a realistic way. So they mm-hmm. would show their non-aesthetic beds, their non-aesthetic bedrooms, but do the good things anyways to make it look more realistic to those who indeed do not have everything perfectly laid out in their life and to be perfectly aesthetic. And I I like that one a lot more because Mm -hmm. that would show like you can still do all of those great things because like individually they're good things for you, but in a way that is much more realistic and also doesn't make you feel bad about yourself or your life or your house or anything Mm -hmm. if it doesn't look like those videos on the internet I so I I do think that that little trend that came out of that was a lot more positive and a lot more beneficial for a lot of people I think Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I saw a couple videos like that and I it always made me feel more at peace and like comfortable with my Mm -hmm. life because I didn't have that extravagant bedroom or everything was aesthetic and all that Mm -hmm. stuff so and how do you Mm -hmm. think just social media in general plays a role in productivity because it can be so hard like when you're trying to study or trying to work and you're constantly like picking up your phone to check Instagram or your -hmm. social media platforms so how do you think that relates to everything and then also what tips do you have to stop allowing social media to be a distraction for you Mm -hmm. well I think that while it, it can be a good thing like Zoom meetings or uh, phone calls with friends, or you know, mm-hmm. like you can use the the internet and social media to share together uh, t- to study. But I think in general, it's really not a great thing because it's it's a terrible distraction. We always keep scrolling endlessly on Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. any social media really. And I think in the moment that feels nice, but like wasting all of your time on that can feel so bad afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I think especially if we have to get work done that we don't really like for studying or work or anything, we tend to turn to those distractions even even easier, even quicker, because, well, we don't want to do the studying anyways. So I think that in that way, social media really has influenced that a lot. I remember when I was in my first few years of high school when social media really wasn't a thing or my mom just took my phone when I came home Mm. at the time I didn't like that but it made studying a lot more easier like without the distractions it's so much easier and I think that once I really started once I really realized how much it was actually distracting me uh, Mm. I started to incorporate some changes so I would just turn off my phone once I had work to do, to do, or I would use one of those little apps that would plant trees and they would mm-hmm. die if you would go on Instagram, things like <laughs> that. I always found that just removing the distraction in general, just turning off my phone or giving it to my partner or someone else 
would be, I think the most helpful thing, but I really still couldn't help myself sometimes thinking about it. Like what would my friends be doing right now? I really want to check. Mm-hmm. So I think in general, it's very damaging to our productivity. So it can either cause us to be overly productive or really not at all. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, a, I mean, it's a fun thing. We all like going on social media, but it, it often really isn't a good thing either. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I like those tips that you have of just like putting it away. You know, I think whenever I would study, I would just try to put it in a different room mm-hmm. and forget about it. And usually yeah. you do like once you get into the flow of working or in your studies and stuff, you do kind of just forget about it. And then after like an hour or so, you'll remember, oh, it's there. So if you'll mm-hmm. want to go grab it, but um, definitely getting it out, out of sight, out of mind. is exactly like yeah. a huge role. And do you have any other like mindset hacks that you would like tell yourself to help you be more productive? I think what I really like doing when I didn't feel like doing any work, I would just work for five minutes mm-hmm. and then telling myself I would only work for five minutes when I could relax in 10 minutes, which is very appealing. So I would mm-hmm. just be like, oh, I'll just do five minutes of studying. And after that, I can relax. And then I would always end up keeping Uh, like keep going and I would always continue working because after those five minutes you would be in that whole study mindset or work mindset and I would find myself studying for a few hours sometimes even though I really hadn't planned that at all so I think Mm -hmm. sometimes just tricking yourself into working (laughs) is always one of my favorites Mm -hmm. and I also really like making time lapses of my study work because first of all you can't go on your phone second of Mm -hmm. all it's very (laughs) very pleasing to to watch yourself do so much work Mm -hmm. so I I always really like that little trick as well especially I would share them on my Instagram and people would do that too and then I mean that would be always be a nice little thing to do and I think other than that just making it fun like getting snacks or or drinks or using fun markers turning my notes into something cute I would always Mm -hmm. try and just to find something fun about the task that I really didn't want to do so that it would be a little more accessible and and a little less terrible to do Mm -hmm. I'm just curious with this one would you ever experience the feeling of like oh when it comes to work or school just absolutely not wanting to do it so you just kind of rush through the work or would you always yeah 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 yeah, I would would get I would get like that a lot like pretty much I because I did not like school at all it's not really a school person and so pretty much with any assignment that I have to do I just like rush through it and not really care about how it looked or anything like that so I'm just curious if you experience the same thing Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, yeah, I think especially in, in the beginning of my, my uni, I would just do the work to get it done. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, that was a great thing because it would be done and then I wouldn't have to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, once I started realizing the value of the work that I was doing, I shifted that mindset a little bit. But I mm-hmm. think if you just really don't like the work you have to do, just doing it mindlessly and as quick as possible is is a great way to just get it out of the way and and get on to the next thing so I did really like that sometimes yeah me too and do you have any like go-to products um that have helped you with productivity and being more productive I think that my favorite one would be the the forest app so the one that plants a tree for every so many minutes you study Mm -hmm. and then if you would like leave the app to go on social media use your phone 
it, the, the tree would die and oh. I <laughs> would always you know they would do these little sad things and, and you really didn't want your tree to die so that would always be very convinced convincing for me to just keep mm-hmm. working and looking at that tree growing I think other than that um I'm not really into all of those gadgets and timers and, and things like that mm-hmm. I sometimes I just tend to go a little hard on myself and be like you know if you have to do the work just do the work mm-hmm. whether you like it or not just just do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think like incorporating those little uh things to make it more fun like using markers or playing music I think that's really nice but sometimes I see people using so many gadgets and things and I feel like that would for me that wouldn't work because I would be distracted by the things that would try to make me more productive if that makes Mm -hmm. sense yeah and do you have any like books other podcasts or resources that you just really love and would recommend and they don't have to be productivity related just anything I think for podcasts, one of my favorites is Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain. I feel mm. like that's everyone's favorite, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's a really, I always listen to that podcast just to relax or when I'm doing groceries mm. uh, or going on a walk. I, I really like that. She, she really discusses anything. That's probably mm. why <laughs> the name is Anything Goes, but I really like that one um, on, on Spotify. I always listen to that. And I also really like listening to, I believe it's called The Mindset Mentor or something I've never like heard that. of that one. Yeah, it's, it's on Spotify. I always listen to it on Spotify. It's like short episodes, like 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. this guy basically just discusses ways to improve your mindset. And he always has some type of science or research to back it. And his episodes are very short. And therefore, I always, you know, have mm-hmm. time to squeeze in one or two to listen to. And I think he's really convincing and he's also, yeah, he doesn't go on about it for hours because it's so short. And I think he mm-hmm. always makes great points. So I, I really like listening to that one as well. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. That sounds good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and where can people find you? Like your Instagram, I think, website, anything like that? No, I, I think I, I really stick to Instagram only. I made a YouTube channel, but I never really posted anything. <laughs> So I think my, my Instagram is Robin Revises because I used to revise. <laughs> and I, that, that's basically where people can find me now. I think all of my other social media I just use for private. So mm-hmm. that's, that's mainly it. Yeah, I'll link your Instagram in the show notes for everybody listening so you can go check it out. And I love her Instagram. She has so many great tips and it's very pleasing to the eye to look at. So you have to go check it out. (laughs) Thank Thank you you so much for coming on today. I love this conversation and I think it's definitely going to help people and add some value to how they approach studying and creating more balance and productivity. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed. I hope that people can use this to their best abilities and I hope that we help one person improve today.